So many stories, so little time. Even when I go to sleep, all I see in my dreams are pages flipping in the wind. My mother was right. Maybe I should have been a physician. But then again, <laughs> the leeches. Well, yeah, you'd probably eat them, wouldn't you? Well, I know you'd eat them. I've seen you eat them before. Another story? What do you mean you have another story? Well, I guess it can't be helped. You are the music box, after all. You have many, many stories. <sighs> Wait, you think I could relate to this one? Huh. Well, I suppose one more story couldn't hurt. Oh, what do you know? You don't have to write them. What do you mean I can't do another story? What do you know about time management, hmm? If I say I can do one more story, then one more story can I do? Well, no, it doesn't matter that the music box said I can relate to this one. It, it's my job. Yes, I know what my mother said, but we've been over this before. I have slumps. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Whenever you are ready, my friend. said that magic comes with a price. Sometimes that price is small and little in the way of trouble. Other times, the price is so great that it will change who you are forever. This is where our story begins. In a land to the east, far away and forgotten now, a wizard was hard at work within his tower. The tower overlooked a town Unimportant to the rest of the world in the grand scheme of things, this town cared for itself. It got by, happy in doing so. Until the wizard came. He had stumbled upon it in his youth during a terrible thunderstorm that shook the earth. Looking for shelter, he was invited inside the stead of an old farmer. The house, just like the farmer, was old and weathered, standing against the storm. Considering his options, the house looked quite inviting. The night was long and cold. The wizard, seeing the state the home was in, decided to repay the old farmer with magic. A swing of his staff and the fire roared. A whisper of words and the house ceased its shaking. With a clap of his hands, the farmer's tools went to work, correcting the faults of the structure. When morning came, the home was almost unrecognizable in the farmer's eyes. With great joy, he embraced the young wizard, words escaping him. The farmer took him to the village elders and told them the tale. Once the story was finished, the elders asked the young wizard if he would be kind enough to stay a while, to use his magic for the rest of the village, and in return, they would build him a home and pay him in food from the harvest. The young wizard thought to himself of the proposal that laid before him, and with a smile in his eyes, humbly accepted. And so it was that he stayed within the village, 
Days became weeks. Weeks became months. Months turned into years and years into decades. The small home that was built became his tower, a tower from which magic flowed and where the wizard, now old, could be found in his study busy with his work. But our story does not end there. Word was traveling about the wizard and village. Soon travelers started to arrive, bringing with them their families and worldly possessions, all wanting to be closer to the miracles being performed. Caring for the villagers and the new arrivals was hard work on the wizard, but he did not mind. It brought joy to his heart, even though he sometimes found himself hoping for another wizard to come along and share the load. But our man is strong and took on the challenge. He dedicated his time making the life of the people easier. He saw the struggle of man as a thing of the past and strived to bring forth a new era. He created contraptions for the town that was growing before him, machines that could harvest crops without the use of a man. He designed ways for water to be drawn, not only from the wells. His magic was used to possess the equipment for cutting trees that needed to be cleared, making way for the new arrivals. For the town was ever expanding. But in all their glory, all these steps forward, time was slipping through his fingers. He would look upon the mirror in his study and see not a young man before him, but a wrinkled, frail man with gray hair staring back at him. With no other wizard to care for his inventions, if he should pass, he looked towards a new path, a path where time would not be able to touch him, where he could continue his work for the people. He looked towards the mirror the mirror that held his study in its reflection, his life's work within a single frame. He began at once, working all hours of the day and night, locking himself within his tower, coming down only when he was truly needed. The townspeople would bring him food, laying it at the base of the tower, never being allowed in. On a rare occasion, they would catch a glimpse of him by his window, looking out at the land, if you blinked, you would have missed it. Experiment after experiment failed. Distraction clouded his mind. Interruption from the townsfolk called him away too often. Could they not see he was doing this for them? Could they not understand he needed all of his time? No! They could not. They had to be stopped. He had to work. In the dead of night, he left his tower walking to its base. A storm was raging, just as it did the night he arrived. As the lightning struck, his work begun. Stretching his arms out to the sky, he cast spells upon the foundation of the tower, letting the magic seep into the brick and mortar. Spell after spell was cast, working up the tower, covering the door and its frame, windows and shutter, the roof and its shingles. Spells of his own design, Spells to keep them out, to quiet their knocks and voices. Spells that would allow him to be left alone. With his newfound silence and solitude, his work progressed. He had discovered a way to the other side of the glass. His first series of tests, he sent paper and ingredients. He then sent an animal, his small cat, along with some food. 
However, the cat did not eat. He watched for days, and the animal did not eat. He realized since the mirror was frozen in time, you needed not for food and drink. Still, he thought it wise to bring along some wine to drink and leave for his pipe, just to enjoy a few comforts. He then prepared. Piece by piece, he moved his study, replacing the reflection. The last thing to go was himself. As he stepped over the boundary, a terrible thought filled his head. He had found a way into the mirror, but in all his hurry, he had not found a way out. It was too late. The threshold was past, the world behind him out of reach. He was trapped in a prison of his own making. He cried out for help, assaulting the mirror. But the townspeople could not hear. And when his voice ran dry and his fists bled, he leaned onto the glass staring out into his old world where only dust lived now. He was truly alone. It was true, though, that within the mirror time stood still, but the same could not be said for the world surrounding. The townspeople looked towards their wizard for help and guidance, but no answer came. And with no one to fix the inventions, they broke down. Life which had become so easy for the people, had reared its ugly head once more. Many of them left, turning their backs on the new era. For if there was no wizard, there was no point. Time swept through the land. It ate at wood and stone, covered fields which once held many crops. Inventions were left to rot. Nature was taking back what it lost. The wizard watched from his mirror as time brought this once thriving town to its knees and made it a thing of memory. It is said that there is a tower in a land far to the east, overlooking ruins and rubble, a tower that cannot be entered. But if you listen closely, you might be able to hear the sound of an old man's fingers scratching on glass. What? Why would he do that? I get nervous when I think I locked myself out. Why would he do that? But no, I wouldn't put you in the mirror. Nor would I take you with me. You drive me mad as it is to be stuck where time cannot reach with you. No, 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 not for me. Yes, yes, it was a lovely story, but you're saying this actually happened? What a foolish man. I feel that I can do better with my time management so that this does not become overwhelming. Yes, you're right. I will need your help greatly to achieve that. Well, off to bed. Good night, little one. I will see you in the morning. Well, yes, I suppose I'll be seeing you in the morning, too. No, I have no intention of oversleeping again. I'm working on my time management. No. You may not wake me up early. I need my sleep, too. 
Just because you don't need as much doesn't give you the right to decide when I wake up. I'll wake up when I choose. Thank you for listening to the Glass Wizard, the Loremaster, and the Owl Nix. We're both played by Nicholas Hewitt. The narrator was played by Jason Bowen. The story was brought to you by Vox Storia. Nix and I. Oh, yes, and the music box. <laughs> Can't forget about you either. All look forward to sharing more stories with you. If you have a second, please leave a review. It helps us out. Remember, where wondrous stories are told, marvelous adventures begin to unfold. Until next time.